Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm Sophie Flay. And on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together. Well, you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food. If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. Okay, what are we making here? So, uh, you know, we're talking about the classic Roman pastas. There's four of them. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, we're going to make cacio e pepe. Do you know what that is? A lot of butter. No, a lot it's, of pasta. it's actually zero butter. Oh, it it's, is? Yeah, cacio means cheese, and pepe means pepper. Oh. So it's basically so you don't put You don't put any butter in there? No, people do it. Oh, okay. But it's not classic to do it. Oh, that's what I do. That's why I said a lot dish? of butter. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can put butter in it, but it's not, you know, it's not, it's not the Roman way. Got it. But it's not a, it's, I mean, listen, it's butter, so it's never a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, this, this dish is both easy and not easy. 
it's easy because it's it's literally a handful of not even a handful of ingredients, a few ingredients. So I cooked off some bucatini, which is a it's like a thicker spaghetti, but it has a hole in the middle of it. There's a hole running down the middle of the, oh, cool. of the of the noodle, so it kind of absorbs the sauce. And then I saved the pasta water, which is really the key to cacio e pepe. Did you know that? I didn't. Okay. But now I do. Yeah. So the pasta water is a really important thing to save. A lot of times, in almost in in, in, a, in most of the pastas, because oops, it's very hot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because you already have the starch from the pasta in the water, so it helps. Uh, emulsify the, the, the sauce that you're mm. cooking it in. So we're talking about pastas, the classic Roman pastas. And it's, uh, it's really interesting because, you know, not every pasta in Italy is from the same place, of course, right? You know, every region has its own specialties, etc. As you know, Rome is an important place to me. I love Rome so much. And there's, there's literally four pastas that Rome is known for. They, they call them the four Roman classics. What are they? Okay. So there's something called Allegrizia, Allegrizia, which is probably the least well-known pasta. Yeah, what is that? Pasta. So, most of the, so first of all, l- let me just say this. All these pastas are incredibly simple. They have a lot in common. There are a couple of ingredients that are either controversial to the traditionalist, but sometimes the people who think they're being traditionalist don't really know. Are there, are there anchovies in this one? <laughs> no, there's no anchovies in any of these. Huh. No, you know, no, no. The, 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 the <laughs> most common ingredient in this is guanciale. Do you know mm-hmm. what guanciale is? Pork? Yes. It's cured pork jowl. The cheeks. You, is it like in squ- Kind of in like cubes almost? Yeah, it is. Most of the time. But I mean, it comes as like a jowl, as like a piece, and then you cut it up. But guanciale is a, you know, is a cured pork product. It's the, it's the pork jowl. It's very strong in flavor. It's definitely gamey. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it has that, that funk to it, you know? And so, but that's the, that's the classic. In, so the four classic pastas, I'll just go through them uh, really quickly, is allegricia. Then there's uh, carbonara. Cacio Pepe and Alamacciana. Okay, they all have guanciale in them. Classically, a lot of times you'll see pancetta instead, and then every once in a while you'll see bacon. But like the smokiness of bacon is not really what you should be doing there. I use pancetta a lot when I make pasta. Pancetta is good. Yeah, it's cur- it cured you know pork belly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, like the guanciale for me is too strong. It just it con- it just totally overpowers. Really? Yeah, it totally overpowers the pasta dish in my opinion. Because there's the, the ingredients in these, well, well, there's no guanciale in, in the, there's no pork in the, in the in where you're eating the cacio pepe. That's just, you know, pecorino cheese and black pepper and some pasta water. So good. Yeah. But the other three have pork products. And so let's go through them. So allegricia is, is, is probably the original because basically what it is, is, you know, some kind of pasta spaghetti, could be tonarelli, could be bucatini, whatever. Tonarelli, what is that? It's like a, it's a thin noodle. Like a spaghetti? Like a spaghetti, yeah. And then, you know, like a lot of times there's, you know, it's garlic and black pepper, pecorino cheese and pasta water, and then the guanciale. Some people say they don't use garlic. I, you know, I don't know. Weird. I, I had this conversation with Giada De Laurentiis, you know, who grew up in Rome, who was born in Rome, and she's like, we don't use garlic that often. And I said, okay. 
but I like garlic. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when I'm cooking Italian food, when I'm cooking Italian food, like like most of the time, there's garlic in it. You know? Yeah, same. But that you know, again, you know, it's uh, it's all up to interpretation. Unless you want to be, you know, really steadfast, you know, classic. So that's that's up to you. Anyway, so allegria. So basically, allegria is. You know, it has, you know, garlic, black pepper, pecorino, guanciale, and some pasta water. It's very, very simple. Then you move on to amatociana, which is, you know, some people put onions, some people don't put onions in it. But it's really, it's a tomato-based sauce with guanciale, okay? And it has pecorino, and it has a little chili pepper. So it's a little spicy. It's pork-like, tomatoey. That's my favorite. Because, yeah, that sounds great. Because I, lo- I love the sweetness and the fruitiness of the tomatoes and the acidity from the tomatoes. I think it kind of balances out the guanciale or the pancetta, whatever you're using, and of course the, you know, the, the pecorino cheese. The other thing is that the pecorino is very strong. Pecorino's yeah. no joke. And so a lot of people opt for Parmigiano Reggiano, and then, you know, you know, true Romans will tell you that that's not classic. But basically, eat what you want. This is just, you know. Totally. I have one of my, one of my good friends, uh, Mark Vetri, who's got, you know, great Italian restaurants. And, and I'm going to talk about his pasta place in Philadelphia. He uses a combination of Parmigiano, Reggiano, and Pecorino. It's like half and half, which I think is probably a nice idea. So he's, he's keeping with the tradition of having Pecorino, but he kind of softens a little with the Parmigiano. to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step and you don't know what it is yet you need God to show you your next step because God I can't stay where I am like I am where it is this isn't going to work I I have to move on but I don't know where a lot of time you'll use it as an excuse well I don't know how I don't know where I don't know what God if you show me God if you tell me God no 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 you know enough right now and if you needed to know more he would show you hey this is Stephen Furtick I want to invite you to listen to my podcast Elevation with Stephen Furtick I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life for the times when you feel discouraged for the times that you need guidance from God I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So basically, I'm going to finish cooking the pasta. I cooked the, I cooked the noodles, you know, about three quarters of the way, and then I'm going to finish cooking them in the uh, in the pasta. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the black pepper now, and I'm going to put the black pepper. To the pasta water. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a trick that my friend Mark Vetri, who's one of the best Italian chefs in, yes. in the United States, maybe in the world, taught me where he where he's got the black pepper in the pasta water and the, and the black pepper blossoms, so you get that black pepper flavor. What does that mean? 
Well, it's just it's opening up the actual little the sort of the grinds of the black pepper. Oh. So that it it gives it a um, a more consistent flavor throughout the noodles. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yum. So we're gonna let that let, let the noodles sort of finish cooking. And you know, classically, it's pecorino cheese. Right. Which is. Um, you know, a sheep's milk cheese. So it's a little more, it has a little more of a um, stronger flavor than Parmigiano. Parmigiano is a sweeter flavor. Um, I know a lot of people mix Parmigiano and Pecorino, but you can do what you want. Classic, the, the classic one is, is uh, Pecorino. Then, of course, there's Carbonara, okay, which, you know what Carbonara is? Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it easy for Not you. Not off the top of my head. So Carbonara is basically bacon and eggs with black pepper on pasta. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, uh, it's guanciale or pancetta. And then, you know, you save, the, you, save the bake, you save the pork fat or the bacon fat, the pancetta fat, whatever. And then you make a mixture of eggs and the cheese, either pecorino or if you're going to use parmigiano or both, one of those. And then what you do is you cook the pasta... You take some pasta water, and then in a bowl or or in the pan, if you you know off the heat, you have to be very careful because you don't want to scramble the eggs. But basically, what you're doing is you're coating the warm pasta noodles. Okay, listen to this really carefully. You're coating the warm pasta noodles with the raw egg, so that the raw egg basically is just cooking and glazing the pasta noodles without scrambling them. I mean, that's got to be all about timing. It's 100% about timing. And a lot of people scramble the eggs. I mean, I do it every once in a while because, you know, so I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so the the egg isn't raw. It is raw. No, but it cooks. But by the time the heat you cooks eat it, it, yes, it the, should the not be it. technically raw. So most people do it in a in a bowl where they take they have the the egg and the cheese mixture in a bowl and then they and then they put the hot. Pasta. Noodle, hot pasta with a little pasta water, and they kind of they kind of mix it up, and it just mm. kind of glazes it, and then you know then you throw the you throw the pancetta or the guanciale over it, and then the black pepper is important. It's called carbonara. It, there's there's a story about it being a coal miner's pasta, and the and the black pepper signifies the the carbon, you know, the specks of carbon from the interesting yeah from the coal mines. It's a little dark. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, basically, you know, there's, there's, really, there's really, like, interesting stories about these pastas of being, like, that they were invented by the, like, the shepherds and, you know, that, that they always had, like, a hunk of pecorino cheese. They always had, like, some guanciale and uh, they always had some pasta and, you know, it's, it's a very peasant's, you mm. know, approach to pasta. You know, but then, you know, there's some talk that it was from the Abruzzi. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stories. Who knows? It's just good pasta. But yeah. basically, when, <laughs> so basically, you know, history, you know, besides the history, you know, truths and falsehoods, I have no idea which is really true and what's not. You can, if you go online, you can find 30 different stories about it. The bottom line is that when you go to Rome, those are the four classic pastas that you need to know. Just go over to, go over to it one more time. Cacio e Pepe is black pepper. Pecorino cheese, pasta water, and some pasta. That's it. Some people put butter in it. Fine. That's up to you. Carbonara, it's pasta with eggs and some kind of pork product. I've done that with bacon. That's good because it's like bacon and eggs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Pasta. 
but but basically, you know, guanciale or pancetta, and then black pepper, okay, and pecorino cheese, and that's you know that's the uh, that's the art of timing. Carbonara is probably the most difficult one. Amatriciana and allegria. One is sort of, you know, allegria is without tomato sauce, so it's, again, it's guanciale and black pepper, maybe a little garlic, some pecorino cheese, that's it. And then the amatriciana, you add tomato sauce, so you have the guanciale, the pecorino, maybe a little chili pepper, maybe some onion, yes or no. I, I would always put onion, because onion always take, makes things taste good. It's just incredibly savory. So when you go to restaurants in Rome, when trattorias, you know, everybody says they make the best cacio pepe. Everybody says they make yeah. the best carbonara. You know, there's, there's, and frankly, in Rome, like any other big city, there's really amazing food, and there's some food that's not great. I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of places that are just, you know, I would say touristy more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, I, I, there's a place called Felice that I love, and they, they do the, the carbonara kind of like tableside. They also oh, have a great, la- they also, they also have a great lamb dish. But we're not talking about lamb <laughs> today. We're talking about the classic pastas. I, and, and, you know. This is these are the pastas that most Roman trattorias take their pride in, and they all think that they make the best one. So basically, you can gain a lot of pounds trying to figure out who makes right. the best carbonara in Rome. But it's it's not a bad way to spend some time. But then, so you know, so there's a handful of um, you know really good trattorias in Rome that that I that I like to go to. As I was saying, Felice, Felice is one. Well, actually, there's, there's, there's some places in New York and L.A. that I like. Via Carota in the New best. York City. yeah. Which is like, you know, it feels like a Roman trattoria. Yeah, it transports I go, you. I go there all the time. Um, if you want to track me down, go to Via Carota. <laughs> Dad. And I'll be there. <laughs> so it's, it's, oh, God. Well, I'm just saying, it's, just like, it's one of my favorite restaurants yeah, in New York. Yeah, so good. People ask me all the time, like, what, you know, what's your... What's your favorite restaurant? I really, I really love that place. Um, I've taken you there a couple times, right? Yeah, it's so yeah, we've gone with Papa. It's so good. Do you like it? Yeah, I love, I love Via Carota. Yeah, so like you know, they'll 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 always have the um, those kinds of pastas, and then in Los Angeles, um, you know, Felix, which actually Felix is in Venice on Abikini, and he's known for his pastas. He hand rolls every pasta, etc. His training is Bologna. Mm. Which is not Rome, and it's a completely different, uh, you know, direction of, of cuisine. However, when you look on Felix's menu, he has alla matriciana and he has cacio e pepe, and they're yeah. really good. Yeah, they're really, really, really good. And then uh, also Osteria Mozza, which is Nancy Silverton's place. Again, both of those dishes she has on the menu. So it's like they're really. I mean, they're just not Roman classics. They're really Italian classics. Like people just just want to have them. Right. What's your favorite to make? Out of the four, my favorite to make well, it's my favorite to eat, which is a matriciana. I want the tomato. Yeah, me too. I just want the tomato. I, I think the tomato just makes it. You know, sometimes I find cacio e pepe like after the third bite a tiny bit like monotonous. It's heavy. Well, it's cheese, but they're all cheesy. But you know, but I have the to pecorino s- is so rich. Yeah, the pecorino is rich. Have you ever been to Padella in London? It's no. it's also a pasta bar. They make a great cacio e pepe. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I I think have you have you eaten guanciale before? Not that I can remember, but I'm sure if it's that classic, I'm sure. I mean, you've probably had it, but it's just so incredibly strong. I mean, I just don't think that it's it's not for everybody. What's the easiest one to make? The carbonara? Uh, no. 
Oh no, because you don't want to scramble the egg. The actually, actually, the, the the probably the easiest one to make is the matsuchiana because you don't have to like the sauce is tomato. Mm-hmm. So basically. It's uh, it's tomato sauce, guanciale, and then the pecorino cheese. So you not you don't have to emulsify the sauce and hope it doesn't separate, which you which which you do have to worry about in cacio pepe and carbonara for sure, mm. you know. So it's it's actually a much easier pasta dish. I think you should just always make a matriciana. It's so good. <laughs> I kind of feel like when it comes to tomato sauce, people say that like it has to take a while, like the tomato sauce has to take a while for it to be really good. Do you feel that way or? It- is a quick tomato sauce just as good? And it's a great question. There's really two kinds of approaches. Accessible. There's one that's called marinara, which is quicker. So that's like you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And you know, canned tomatoes, maybe some onions, some garlic. Boom, that's it. And crush the tomatoes. And then you have like a marinara sauce. It's got it's got sort of a it's got sort of a brighter flavor. Mm-hmm. Then there's something called like a, like sugo, which is like a very long cooked. You know, they, where you're cooking the tomato sauce for, for four hours, hours and yeah. On and on and on I'm like, and on I don't know. I don't. One, I'll forget. Two, I don't know that I have enough time to make that. I I think for me, I like I like a marinara sauce because I want it to be brighter. I think that if you're gonna cook tomato sauce for like all day, so to speak, I want something in it. I want like you're like you're braising like a pork shoulder or something mm-hmm. in, in the tomato sauce <laughs> yeah. or some lamb shanks or asobuco or something like that. Then I can completely understand why you're cooking the tomatoes for that long. For an because eternity. It, well, because you, you're, cook, you're, pick, you're picking up the flavor of the pork or whatever it is. Yeah. No, I just always wondered, because I also like a, like a cherry tomato sauce. A fresh cherry tomato sauce. Yeah, but that doesn't take a long time. That takes no time. Yeah. Well, I do that in the summertime. Yeah, it's so good. So I just, what I do for, the, for that is I just cut the cherry tomatoes in half and then I burst them in some olive oil, like in the, in the pan. Yeah. And then all you're doing is letting the juices start to kind of, you know, spurt out of the, of, of the tomatoes to make its own sauce. So basically the sauce is literally like olive oil, the tomatoes, and I always sneak a little butter in at the end. But... Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, I usually put garlic and anchovies or something like that, and then I just wrap it around some pasta, and it's delicious. And that can, that can literally take, you know, 10 minutes. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Come on. 
So now, I'm gonna shut this off. I'm gonna add the cheese off the heat. And then what you want to happen is you want, you see the pasta water and the cheese emulsify. Yeah. And if it gets too thick, what do you do? Add more pasta water. Correct. If you want to thicken it up, add a little more cheese. Yeah. And then a little Never salt. Never a bad idea. But be careful with the salt because... The cheese is salty? Correct. Oh, that looks so good. It's creamy, right? Yeah, very creamy. Now, if you wanted to add butter to this, you could. But you don't really need to at this point. Exactly. Yum. A more cheese, a little more pepper. Yes. And that's basically it, Sophie. So easy. That was quick. Yeah. Is it supposed to be that quick, or are you just that quick? Well, it's that quick when the pasta's already cooked. Got it. And that's it. I mean, this is, this is the thing. The thing about this dish is that this is like you come home from work, or you come home from being out and you haven't eaten yet, and you, you haven't gone shopping. Like, you have this in your pantry, yeah. right? You have some Parmigiano, Reggiano cheese, yeah. probably, or some Pecorino cheese. You have some black pepper. You have some pasta. You can make this. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Yum. Let's eat it. Let's talk about how Cacio Pepe has, uh, has influenced food everywhere. Like in some ways- what, is, like, what do you mean by that? Well, because like Cacio Pepe is actually a dish. It's a pasta dish, right? Yeah. And it, 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 it clearly means, what, where, where do you think I'm going with this? Are you gonna talk about pizzas? Well, it, everything. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you remember that Cacio Pepe that we had in Vegas the weekend that Shark was opening and it was like 1 a.m. and we were in this random speakeasy and they gave us cacio e pepe with like caviar on top. Do you oh, remember this? That was, that was at the Palms. Yeah. That was upstairs. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was the, that very fancy cocktail bar. Oh, I thought it was a speakeasy. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was cool though. Yeah, very, very cool. Such a random... So no, now there's, there's definitely riffs on these, you know, like any other classic dish. There's always going to be riffs on them. I did one this summer that I thought worked okay. What was I did it? A, I did a cacio, a, a corn cacio pepe in the middle of the summer. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound that interested in that. Okay. But what was it? It's fresh corn with with you know pecorino cheese and black pepper. It was delicious. Mm. What, what? I don't know because that sounds like I, the does the corn make it a little sweet? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want my cacio e pepe like that. Okay. Yeah. I did a dish the other day for William Sonoma where I took, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this, cauliflower and white beans. Oh, look at that. Okay. With like some aromatics, et cetera, <laughs> some chicken broth. And I, and I cooked it until it was soft and then I pureed it. And then I made a gratin, a cacio pepe gratin. So it was like, you know, cheese and black pepper on like crust on top, on top of, of it. Yes. The cauliflower. And, then I, and then I put it into the broiler so it got really nice and brown on top yum but you got that you get that cacio pepe flavor and underneath it is the cauliflower and the the white bean puree and cacio pepper cacio cacio e pepe <laughs> cacio e pepe um pizza is very is very popular okay so here's a really cool thing when i was in rome went to this pizzeria and the guy says i'm going to show you this cacio pepe pizza he takes, do you remember this? No. So he takes the cheese and puts it on top and he puts the black tap pepper on top of the dough. And then he says, and watch this trick. And he takes ice cubes. Oh, yes. 
and sprinkles the ice cubes on top of the pizza and then puts it in the oven to bake it. Here's the question. Why is he doing that? <laughs> Do you know? No. Okay. I just made cacio e pepe with you, right? Yeah. What, what, what were the ingredients? Cheese. Water. Black pepper. When you pepper. melt ice, what do you get? Water. Yes. So basically what he's doing is he's taking, you know, the, the, the dough has flour in it, mm-hmm. of course. So he's creating this starchy water by melting the ice cubes on the pizza as it bakes so that the cheese becomes smooth. It's a really so brilliant smart. idea. Yeah. I know. It's very, Have very you cool. done that? You have a pizza oven. I haven't done it. I actually, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, actually, um, Pizzana in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. his, one of his famous pizzas is cacio e pepe. Yeah. I haven't had it. We got to try it. Yeah. I mean, you can cacio e pepe anything. <laughs> yeah, might as well. How about a roasted chicken with cacio e pepe? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, think about it. No, I'm, I'm down. You have the roasted chicken, and then you have this crust of, like, you know, pecorino or parmigiano cheese with black pepper. I mean, who doesn't want to eat that? Yeah, it sounds great. Ooh. Doesn't that sound yeah, good? Yeah, wait. What about a turkey? Thanksgiving is coming up. You want a cacio e pepe turkey? <laughs> Maybe. Make a mm. few. Mashed potatoes with cacio e pepe. Oh, See, this is the problem. We're that destroying. Great. We're, 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 literally, <laughs> yeah. we're literally destroying tradition. We're, yeah, we're yes. I think we should just go back to the bucatini and call it a day. Great. Well, why don't we have another? Okay. Always hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Always hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Hostressler. Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.